0: You boys are out of your mind. Mm, yeah, dig it. A little bit of the bubbly.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Big Boys and Body Slams. Three goofballs that talk about wrestling. We're here to boost your ass and have a blast. So enjoy.
2: What is up, Holgamaniacs? It is us. Big Boys and Body Slams, the boys that can't handle the junk. My name is Zach. Over here, we've got Kyle. I am here. And Luke, as always. Looking ravishing today, might I add. Hello, ladies. Whoa, listen to that. The best Val Venus impression I've ever heard.
1: Wow. We are Big Boys. There wasn't much enthusiasm in that. Big compliment.
2: Boys and Body Slams. Back with another riveting edition of the show. And it's finally happened after over a year, well, not including our sabbatical nice do I'm we sure. all three of us yeah. say that at the same well, time i thought it oh, okay so tell back it counts to, yes. it counts yeah. uh we ha- are finally doing an nxt show uh we thought it would be a perfect time to do a november show instead of just doing the survivor series survivor series thing we thought we'd take a look at the uh the black and gold brand and today we're looking at the first nxt war games war games and it's a it's a fun show it's interesting to look at this like kind of in between period of NXT. This is when they were just starting to reload their roster right. again after a lot of the main roster call ups that had happened late 2016, like or mid 2016, I guess WrestleMania time. Um, this was a fun era. Only two years ago, I don't know if War Games needs to be a yearly thing or not because this is going to be the third
3: straight year that they've done one. I kind of think it needs to be. Do you? Because it's not. It's not overused. Right. I think.
2: I think the thing with me that made this the first one and even the second one so special was that. Like, you, it didn't feel forced. Like, it felt necessary. Like, it felt like these two teams, like these three teams in this case, like, War Games was the only answer. You know? And I don't know if you can organically recreate that every November. That, um, that
1: all three teams are so evenly matched. Yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think it's using the wrong spot this
3: year. I do, too. I think it should have been at Survivor Series and Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. And you could have done the three-on-three-on-three. On three on three. I agree. Or you could have got, done something similar. Um, you could have done like the OC versus the Undisputed Era versus three guys from SmackDown. Something like that. <laughs> Here's an unrelated question. The New Day. Uh, well, it's kind of related. I guess Woods is
1: hurt.
2: I guess it's related. Do you think we'll ever see a main roster War Games match? Yes. Yeah,
3: probably. I do. I do. I think, uh, I I think, think no
1: gimmick gets left unturned. In I WWE. think
3: once Vince is gone, you're going to be seeing a lot of Triple H's. I know it's not Triple H's idea, but it was his idea to bring it bring back. it back.
2: Yeah. Also, something else I wanted to mention. Uh, what do you guys think about AEW bringing back Bash in the Beach for a little TV? It sounds like it's going to be Dynamite. like it, it's, almost
3: like a festival of, it, it, of it's sorts, like right? a Nine day. Yeah. Because they're doing that show, and then they're doing the Rock and Rager with Chris Jericho, and I right. think they're doing some little things in between. So I think it's more of a. I like it. I really like the uh, the promotional picture with. Kind of that Miami heat
2: IMU Vice Pink and Blue. The aesthetic that they chose yeah. for the poster. Yeah. it speaks to me. It's
1: rocking. is that his cruise? Yeah. 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 He's doing his cruise that's, that's just that's in December? January. January? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, They're gonna do it. It's weird. It's it's the it's we need to go on
3: that guys. I we need know. to save up some money. Can some I point. ask you guys what your favorite match of the past week was? Because I got mine and it was Tony Khan versus Randy Orton on last night. <laughs> Man, oh, they my. had beef. they were throwing bombs. Yes,
2: they were. Nothing was safe. My favorite match of the last week, realistically.
3: Oh, no. I was just trying to segue into oh. talking about Tony Khan and Randy Orton just kind of going on. Yeah, we don't it.
1: actually care.
2: Mine was Hangman versus Pac.
3: Yeah, that was probably mine, too. Yeah. Um, Delicious.
2: Apparently, though, Andrade and Seth Rollins had a pretty decent they, no, it was, match on Monday Night Raw. I watched most
3: of it. It was pretty good. Nice. I mean, you can't really do wrong with those two.
2: Yeah, and then Lucha House Party interfered. Yeah. <laughs> I just wish
3: they'd get rid of the, like the house party gimmick and just be yeah. like three luchadors just kicking it.
2: It was kind of fun when they first debuted it on 205 Live, but it's just been there's nothing, there's no substance to it anymore. Zero, uh, right. in fact. We're uh, not
1: here to complain about WWE. We're here to talk. Well, some what about good what, stuff about? Are, WWE. We, are we just going to leave it? We're just going to leave the Randy and Tony thing where it stood. Are we going to? Oh, oh I thought it was hilarious. Oh, I thought it was wild. I so, I don't think that there should
3: be heat on either guy for it. So it started off with. Oh, worth forgetting something huge, are we? CM Punk. Oh yeah, CM Punk's back in well, backstage. He's, he's yeah, I, I, affiliated I just affiliated with the WWE again. Uh, I mean, I know I just kind of cut off the Tony Khan conversation, but the CM Punk thing's the most important thing that's happened ever. So, how long before he's back in a WWE ring? Twenty twenty, WrestleMania. I think so. I mean, I have the idea that he's gonna go into the Royal Rumble, win the Royal Rumble, and then. Main event WrestleMania, but I don't think that's actually going to happen. I just think that'd be kind of like his redemption song.
2: I mean, this is obviously by far the closest he's been to an in-ring major in-ring return. I mean, he's he. This is a back door for him back into the WWE uh, if he chooses to go that way. Honestly, though, I don't know
3: if he even wants to wrestle anymore. I th- I think he does. You
2: think deep down, you
3: think I that think desire deep, is I there. Think deep down, you know, I think what was keeping him from wrestling was being mad. Right. Yeah. And I think the mad is gone. I think he's, yeah, working it out. Yeah, he seems to have really matured in the past year. And I gotta say another thing: Bruno San Martino, Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior. I mean, who else can you name who was on were Bad Blood? If all
2: those fences could be mended, there's no reason the CM Punk line absolutely yeah. can't and shouldn't. It's be.
3: never say never, right? Yeah, exactly. Right, and. I mean, those all had some pretty bad fences at one point or the other. Yeah, for sure. What was
1: that weird-ass, hold on, let me find it right quick. That weird-ass tweet that he had, uh, was that today? Who? CM Punk, yeah, today, earlier today. Oh, when he was, wait, what? he said, June 27, 2011, I dropped a pipe bomb on live TV. Years later, I got fired on my wedding day, but I was totally okay with that because I laid the pipe on my wife and dropped my two bombs deep in her. Oh, what? This was a CM Punk tweet. Uh, today, which is November nineteenth at five twenty-seven p.m.
3: CM Punk really tweeted that. Oh,
1: it got warm in here all of a sudden. CM Pumpkin Pie, baby! My wow, Pumpkin Pie.
2: that is obscene. CM Punk. Yes, but good for you, man. But I'm I, glad. I'm glad he's back. Are you guys gonna check out backstage? <clears throat> Excuse me.
3: I mean, yeah, I'm going. I'm not. I gonna probably wa- will check out this week's. So. I'm not going to watch it live. Isn't no, it t- it's tonight. tonight. It's tonight. I'll watch a little bit of it. See what he has to say. Yeah, and David Arquette's on it. Oh so we really? Get four, That's two, cool. Two former world champions. Two. That's right. Does Paige count
2: as a world champion?
3: Yeah. Samoa Joe. By Samojo the way, Joe actually on it, or is he just? Oh, he's in? he's been on it every week. Christian was on it for a while, but he yeah. wasn't on last week. Uh, Samoa Joe. By on, the way,
1: that, that tweet I think was fake. Oh okay. but, it, but what if it was but good what if uh okay, go thanks ahead. for
2: thanks for reading fake news on the podcast. Yeah. Though, um at least I checked. Let's see. Any other pieces of news? Oh yeah, Cornette screwed up today. That's just that's happening the night we're recording. Yeah. Uh, he yeah, made he's... a little bit of an off brand joke and the NWA power broadcast in YouTube slammed that band N- hammer N- yeah, down.
3: Yeah, NWA pulled it off real quick to uh fix it. So old, I don't, good old I... corny doing good old corny things. So Okay, I can't stand corny, right? But why is NWA not like, why are they letting this go through production? This is a taped show. This is like week. Six. I mean, that's that's a really good point. I mean, they could have just not
2: put that in, but they chose to do it anyway. You wow. could have done
1: a voiceover and could have yeah. went through Anchor FM.
2: Did they not have like enough foresight to realize that was going to be controversial? Gloss over the plug. What plug? Could have gone on Anchor FM. Yeah.
1: They could, yeah. Right. They could have. They could have edited could've. it right there very easily.
2: Uh. Yeah. So that just happened. I think that's about all the big news this week. It was. I mean, the CM Punk stuff was like the big dominating factor behind all of it. I'll be interested to see, I mean, just how the dynamic he has. Like I said, I'll definitely check out at least his segments. I got to tell you how he is.
3: I'm going to be really upset if he has one more match and it's in Saudi Arabia.
2: Oh, against a legend. (laughs) Against C- Shawn Michaels, CM
3: Punk versus Goldberg in a thirty-minute <laughs> Iron Man match or something. Oh, man. Oh. Let's just hope. I, it's, I mean, with Bryce Harper, as I mean, a special come referee. on. There's, what? there
2: is no CM Punk has Random has ass. shown uh, that he's not he's not a guy that cares about the money side of wrestling necessarily because he's Everybody's turned down got a prize, buddy. I know. I just feel like <laughs> I don't know, man. I, th- I feel like hell would freeze over the day CM Punk. Would go to Saudi Arabia to wrestle, but maybe anything can happen. Never say never. Like we just alluded to with this company. That all being said, shall we transition to NXT War Games 2017?
3: Yes, let's do it.
2: Coming to us from Houston, Texas, on November 18th, 2017. Almost exactly two years ago to the day. Actually, today's the 18th, right? Like, uh, yeah, 19th. Okay, so a year ago the day to yesterday, the day we're recording this today. So. What? You heard me. Um, what did you guys uh, think of this opening video package? That was it. fantastic. Loved it. I liked it a lot. I do think like the grainy black and white filter on the in ring footage was a little bit hokey. Uh, you oh, I really could have just liked had regular it. black and white footage instead of trying to like age it to be World War II. But I loved the FDR speech, kind of overlaying everything. Very, very good I way to set that. the tone. I hey, love
3: that. I have to say something real quick. What's so, up? our first match is going to be Cassius Ono versus Lars Sullivan. Oh, right? no. And uh-huh. did you hear what Desmond Wolf said on commentary? Who? Oh, uh, Nigel McGuinness. I said his teammate. name. <laughs> I know you wow. did. What um, did he say? Drew Galloway? He said that Lars Sullivan looked like Lenny, or was like Lenny from of Mice and Men. And oh my god. I laughed so hard about that. Was that was good.
2: He did rock it back and say he was a lot more intelligent than Lenny from But from I was Mice just like, oh my god. <laughs> it's an apt comparison. Um. Yeah, so this is Cassius Ono versus Who Lars Sullivan. Who has the
3: best attire? Uh, ono or Sullivan? Oh, Ono. Oh <laughs> Oh no! Oh
2: no! Um. So this was when Lars Sullivan was like really on his like dominant NXT run. Do you guys remember how he debuted? How he was one half of a squash tag team? I, don't, I I think it was AOP that when they were just running through guys on NXT, and one of the teams was Lars Sullivan and some a little guy. And Sullivan was never supposed to, like, be a key player in NXT, but he got so over because after every match he'd lose with his little scrawny partner, he'd beat the shit out of him. (laughs) And that's how Lars Sullivan came to be in NXT. And now we're seeing, this is probably the height, the height of his star power, It wasn't
3: when he was beating up the Lucha House Party. No,
2: it wasn't when he was continuously beating up the Lucha House Party and saying problematic things. Well, that that was a long time ago. Yeah, that was was old, so... uh... By the way, he's
3: still hurt, right? Is he still working? Uh, he's got to be hurt. Still, so is haven't... he coming back? He's got to. They put so much time. in Do you in guys him. like Lars Sullivan? Not really. As a person, no. I don't really like him as a wrestler either. But I
1: mean, this,
2: this, this match, match was good. They this sure, is a good match. They sure
1: put his ass over.
2: Um, so it starts out. Uh, Ono's just getting the wood laid to him. The whole first that nice. pipe. The yep. first little bit and in this the two match. Bombs. Yeah, just getting. Just getting beat, beat up, lane pipe. too uh, bombed. Ono eventually starts hitting some stiff strikes here after uh, after Sullivan misses the diving headbutt. Ono is just kicking and stomping and hitting. Finally knocks him down. And I love how Morrow sold this as the first time anybody had grounded Lars Sullivan. I thought he made a a really good he did a really good job at pointing that out. Like this is a big deal, uh, because it was. And eventually he's down, uh, but he recovers quickly and is able to hit the freak accident, and he wins the match by pinfall in... Uh, 5-11
1: seconds. seconds. What was that? 5-11.
2: 5-11. I like this match. Uh, It started a little slow, given the fact that it was only a five-minute match. Um, But once I got going, I thoroughly enjoyed
3: it, so I gave it three stars. I gave it two and three quarters. I thought it was good. Uh, It was basically just a squash match that... Ono got a little bit of extra yep. offense on. So, um I definitely see why there is star power in Lars Sullivan though. Oh yeah. Like, His entrance is really cool. It, he's he's a big guy. He moves well here at least. That didn't really yeah. transition yeah. up very well, but he looked good here and I, Ono just does a great job of selling.
2: He ono looked, is 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 just so good at putting people over. Yeah. yeah. Is he In NXT still at all? Yeah, he's in NXT UK currently. He bounces back and forth. He's our hero. He's not on TV a ton anymore, but he seems pretty happy though in his current role. He has
1: sure. I give it two and three quarters. Good call. Uh, Yeah, just I mean, like like Kyle said, it was not glorified but it was definitely it felt like a glorified squash match a it, little bit it and was they an, just put Lars over it was an interesting choice for this match to start the show because yes. usually these NXT
2: matches start with either a fast-paced singles match You're or right. a, like a multi-man tag team match so that, that's starting like it with a train this wreck. Yeah, yeah starting it with this was an interesting choice and it definitely took the the crowd a few minutes to get into it too but when they did it got good after right. that uh oh. power trip gives a shout wait, out wait, wait. what did I miss something
1: Kyle had discussion questions. oh sorry Kyle damn yeah.
0: Um, on check one. the format. So, I am on
2: one. Today. My
3: question is: Are you disappointed with Cassius Ono's run in WWE? Because I personally am extremely disappointed. One of one of the first like internet darlings that I found that I really liked were the Kings of Wrestling, and I mean Cesaro kind of has done enough. At least that he can, I can say I was satisfied somewhat with his career, even though I'm not a hundred percent. But Ono's just done nothing. Like he's just jobbed. Um yes and no he's also 39
2: uh yes i'm disappointed because the first run nothing really happened and then he came back he was obviously a little larger than he was the and first he was time. supposed
3: i mean rumor has it he was supposed to be in the shield yeah um that look would have fit right in. i know yeah. he
2: i feel like it's too late now kind of right i um, like the role he's in now i just think they should have Given him more when he came back the first time, the second time. I just always sense.
3: wish they would have given the Kings of Wrestling a run. I know. I know. So
2: they were both in the NXT UK scene for a few weeks, so they had and a they, chance. They didn't I know the they
3: reunited them at like a house show once. Yeah. But I really thought they should have just got He's a main gone
2: roster run. I know. Luke? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh.
1: Okay,
2: cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> lots of insight. <laughs> I got uh, it all today. <laughs> power Trip. Gets a shout out uh, for their theme song, and I really like the song. I really like Power Trip, so I said to throw that out there. Really like you. Cool to see bands I enjoy. Thanks, man. Mm. Cool to see bands I really enjoy being on NXT. That's awesome. I'm uh, next. We get a video package for Aleister Black and the Velveteen Dream. The Velveteen this whole Dream. this whole feud is kind of predicated on velveteen dreams young cockiness and his he, dude he just wants to hear his name he wants he wants alistair black to say his name this really reminds
3: me of a gold dust oh, like oh yeah a more modern yeah. gold dust yeah. storyline this
1: reminds me yeah. of destiny's child song
2: this this say my name say my name when, when no one is around you,
1: you. say hey, baby yo, I, I love you. you
2: that's enough of that uh okay. no i this when this storyline happened man it was it was the hottest storyline on an XT tv and it's crazy looking back at that. I love both these guys. Because, I mean, me too. It didn't seem like it would have that much juice, but it did. And one thing I really liked about it was it really played up. And even in the match, you can see it. It it really, they really showed Aleister Black's experience over Velveteen Dream in age and in in-ring experience. And it definitely came into play in the angle and in the match. What, Dream's like
1: 23 here? 24? Yeah he's
2: like 23 years old That's stupid Yeah Aleister Black's been around At this point So it it really does a good job Subtly playing off That he's so young You know Can he possibly get the upper hand We shall see It's a good video package By the way Very good Uh, Man both these guys Just even, even then Even at this point Both these guys Just have main event Written all over them Yes I mean Their entrances The way they carry themselves Their look Dream I'm
3: very disappointed It will not be around This weekend either
2: I know that's a bummer He's still recovering Yeah that uh that Roderick Strong Velveteen Dream program was really picking up steam again too. So hopefully he has a quick recovery. And it looks like Alistair Black might be getting set up for Buddy Murphy, which
3: he free. Whoa, that'd be great. Bring yeah. that on. I'd be down. Because buddy, kick, buddy kick, Murphy kick, knocked on his door. He knocked
2: on his door and then he ran away the first time, like in a second. Yeah. I guess he's not there. Kick, 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 um, kick. Yes, this match. This so this match is two things.
3: It's a lot of taunting. it's a lot
2: of strikes and a lot of taunting. Uh, but it gets over storytelling yes this storytelling in this match was just excellent um it's all about each man desperate to one up the other that's the whole story in this match and velveteen dream is more it's eating him alive that alistair black's not giving him the attention he thinks he deserves and i love the way they portray that in this match um Every time it seems like Velveteen Dream has Alistair Black where he wants him, he takes his time or he poses one too many times, and it allows Alistair Black to kind of get the upper hand again. Uh, man, there's a lot of interesting spots in this match. At one time, at one point, they steal each other's poses, which allows Dream to get in control. Uh, he gets a fake dive after Black had a fake dive earlier, uh, and then at one point, Dream ties Alistair Black in the ropes, which plays back to what happened a few weeks private previous on NXT TV and uh, then kicks him in the face, and then Black does the same a little bit later, so they're trading a lot of spots here. Toward the end of the match, we get a really nice Death Valley Driver, Dream Valley, it wasn't even called the Dream Valley Driver yet, it was just the Death Valley Driver then, for a near fall. Big running knee by Black that sounded like it broke Velveteen Dream's that jaw. Was loud. For a near fall at one point. Uh, and then we get, this is the first time he debuted that like twisting DDT, him being Velveteen Dream, the crossroad style move. Yes. Uh, he debuted that here. He goes Slash for a purple sister, rainmaker. Sister, yeah. yeah he goes for a purple rainmaker. That. But uh, me too. But it gets blocked. Uh, and then Dream, this is when he gets tied up on the ropes. So at one point, both guys are down after this crazy spot of kicks and chops and super kicks. Both guys are down. Uh, Velveteen Dream gets up. He is demanding at this point that Aleister Black say his name, say my name. And when he's in the middle of a sentence, bam, Black Nass and Aleister Black wins by pinfall in 1437, 1437. And after the match, Aleister Black gets on the mic, uh, cuts a really simple promo. All it says is enjoy infamy, Velveteen Dream. He does not say his own name. He says Velveteen Dream's name. Then he drops the mic and leaves. Uh, what'd you guys think of the match? What'd you give it? Four stars. I really, really liked it. Loved I thought the storytelling was excellent. I liked it just as much as I did when I first watched it. Which I was—I told you this—I was a little worried it wouldn't hold up as well,
3: but I thought it did actually. I gave it three and a three quarters. I was expecting a, a little bit more, actually. Like it is weird they never had another match after this. Yeah, and so I was kind of waiting for it to, because it was kind of slow at times, and I was kind of waiting for it to gear up and gear up. Because they're, you know, I'm used to Alistair Black and his fast pace, but. Right. Both are such good characters. Like yeah. their character works incredible. This was money. Yep.
1: Four stars for the ring psychology.
2: Thanks, Vince okay. Russo. Vince Russo cameo on the podcast this week. So
3: it was a swerve. No, it wasn't. Oh. Um, question.
0: Guy's <laughs> not in the mood today.
3: If if you were you had to pick one of these two to have in your company and you can never have the other one in your company oh which one do you pick velveteen, velveteen dream
2: because he's younger you got him for longer
3: yep I, I mean i'd pick dream too for multiple reasons yeah, yeah. i think it's not just because he's younger i think his character works better i think yeah. alistair might be a better wrestler as much as
2: i love alistair black yeah, yeah velveteen think... dream
3: is just versatile
2: i've been saying it since this match that he could be the top guy in any wrestling company yeah, in the th- world
3: and i think he's so young yeah he's and still i think he's 25? gonna be a, yeah, I think he's going to be able to take the WWE by storm. I think me him too. and Adam Cole are the future. Yeah, me too. bae Uh
2: After that, uh, you see Regal approaching Sanity. You don't hear what they're saying. Uh, but, man, Sanity is on one in their locker room. This was like peak Sanity, and I loved it. And oh, yeah. The, they can't stand still. They're running around. Nikki Cross is like a spider monkey,
3: like bouncing up and down. I mean, I WWE, don't... this might be one of the biggest boats they've missed. We have talked about this recently with, like, Pac and Cody Rhodes. Yeah, man. But Sandy might How be, did they miss the mark on Sanity? Man, Sanity could have been the, the biggest thing on the I know. roster.
2: I know. I don't I'll never understand them and, and then mean, when they called him up without Nikki. Remember that? And then, That was like the first time everyone was like, uh oh. Because <laughs> she kind of was the lifeblood of Sanity at the time. Right. And then
3: and it just seemed like Everybody went nowhere. All of yeah. them became just jobbers. Now
2: you have Alexander Wolfe is with Imperium. Killing Danes back in NXT. He's and, killing it by the way. is yeah, crazy. And Eric Young is doing nothing. Eric Young's just which sucks getting too. A
3: I love Eric Young.
2: Me too, man. And he, I mean, just let him a, go. He had a good showing here too. And I think, I mean, still, and I was thinking to a less degree, kind of the same thing with Authors of Pain too. Yeah, like they've been on the main roster for what a year and a half now. And then they pe- then this they was the, the, might have been their last match even. I gotta NXT. tell you too.
3: Another thing I don't like is them taking away uh, the manager. Uh, oh, Paul Ellering. Yeah, yes. they took him away and gave him Drake Maverick, who peed himself. Yeah, that was the
2: worst thing I've ever seen. Um, oh, anyways, oh, oh. says the Dungeon of Doom apologist. We're not, we're not going to talk about that match, that War Games match, quite yet. But we'll, we'll get there. Um, right now, we get a video package dating back to Oscar. Uh, leaving NXT and uh, vacating the title. And it kind of goes through each lady's story about how they each got into the match. And that is going to be Nikki Cross versus Kyrie Sane versus Peyton Royce versus Ember Moon for the NXT, the vacant NXT Women's Championship. What do you guys think of the lineup in this match?
3: I, first of all, I got to say, I love the Iconics theme song here. It's Dude, so much better hey, than their main so, roster so theme. So here's
2: the thing. This was... This was Peyton Royce's ex- like she had her own theme song Individual. at the time. Yeah. Oh, really? So Billy Kay would come out to the Iconics theme, and then they would both come out to the Iconics theme. But Peyton Royce had
3: her own song. This theme was great. It it's almost bumps, dude. Positioned one over the other. I know, right?
2: Whoa. <laughs> Weird. Uh, man, I just again like a common thread for me is how they've missed the boat with people on this show. Yeah. Look at this, Ember Moon. What's she doing right now? Nothing. Not enough. Peyton Royce. What's she doing right now? Nothing. Kyrie Sane, to a lesser degree, I mean, she's a champion, but... Yeah,
3: and then Nikki's getting TV time, Nikki's and getting she's TV on the time, Survivor yeah. Series, so... Uh,
2: but again, like, man, you watch this... Ma- this is a really good match, by this the way. This
3: match is super good.
2: Ooh, this is a really good match. Um, So, I, I one thing... I want to talk about a detail I noticed right away. Peyton Royce, did you guys notice what she was doing as the bell rang? what go back and watch her eyes she's looking straight at that nxt women's championship belt that the ref is holding up the whole time after the bell rings to the point where he gives it to the timekeeper her eyes are locked onto that belt it made it look like it's the most important thing to her and i don't know little details like that that wrestlers do really really... popped you yeah it did um, boosted your ass each woman gets a little bit in right at the start I mean this was just, everyone
3: got their stuff in in this match yeah this, they, was,
2: this was your textbook fatal four way WWE match it, but in all the right ways uh, you know this is two people are maybe selling on the ground and then you have two people working uh, every once in a while they'll come all together and fight each other for a while I gotta tell
3: you about my favorite spot of this let's match let's hear it alright uh, Kairi Sane Alabama slams uh, Peyton Royce on the Nikki Cross and then she drops the elbow onto both. Yeah, guys. wasn't that great? That was she, She's got one of the best elbows ever. I know. Ever. Like, maybe behind Macho Man, she's the best. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, her elbow's great. I I hate what it's going to do to her hips when she's older, but... Hey, hips don't lie. Elbow right. team's
3: also got a really good elbow. Yes,
2: he does. Uh, we get a Tower of Doom spot where Peyton Royce can't pin Kyrie Sane or Ember Moon. She tried to pin both ladies that were on the receiving end uh cross nikki cross sells for a long time after she just got dropped on her head on the outside she eventually comes in and just cleans it cleans house uh she hits the fisherman's neckbreaker to sane and then moon breaks up the pinfall there and then she hits a swinging neckbreaker to moon draping off the ropes and then we get a fisherman suplex for a the that kairi sane breaks up the pinfall on cross by royce so everyone's getting their stuff in here and then after that um by the way, one thing I did notice about that spot you mentioned, when Peyton Royce was on top of Cross, shouldn't that have counted as a pinfall attempt? Should have, yeah.
1: <laughs> Stop it. Oh well.
2: Uh, Referees man and then not both doing their both stuff. both women get JR's up. Royce and, Cro- Royce and Cross. That just sounds weird saying that together. They both kind of get up and stumble around, and then Ember Moon hits a double eclipse. Does she pin of both the heart. women? Or just one woman. Just no one. No, she cause she yeah, that's right, because Nigel starts freaking out that she he she pinned the wrong woman. Yep, and she then, pinned the opposite woman that she hit the actual that got the move done to her. Yeah, Wait, Oh god. Yeah. yeah, he was going to If nuts. you watch it, yeah, you'll notice that. And but at any rate, Ember Moon finally wins the NXT Women's Championship in nine fifty two. Nine fifty two. So lots of packed in kinda there. short, yeah. For What'd you a, give it? Three point seven five. I really wanted it to be a little bit longer. It felt like the end just was too soon like the match was really getting good when it ended uh but that being said i thought it was great um man this was the nxt women's division was stacked <laughs> during I, uh, this period of time
3: <laughs> i gave it a four i yeah. thought it was so good i was into it um i really liked it I, yeah you're right though it could have gone a little bit longer and it wouldn't have hurt my feelings at all
1: no yeah four stars which it's funny when you mention the time it's it's like oh wow yeah it's it feels it's under short it's Yeah, sub 10 minutes i yeah. gave it four stars yeah Crazy, huh? Sheet. All right, you ready? What's up? Rank them.
2: Yep.
3: Favorite to least favorite. Go. Of these four? Yeah.
2: All right, I'm gonna start at four. Peyton Royce. Okay. Three. Kyrie Sane. Okay. Two. Ember Moon. Okay. And then one. Nikki Cross. Okay. I think
3: mean, she's great.
1: I've got that same list, but actually switch Ember Moon and Nikki Cross. Okay. Cool. I, I I don't know why. I really really like Ember. That's okay. You can like Ember.
3: Mine's totally different. So, my least favorite of this group is Ember Moon. Wow. Yeah. My <sighs> my third or. Er, Number three on my list would be Payton. Number two would be Kyrie Sane, and number one would be Nikki Cross.
2: There's really no wrong way to that, answer. I that. mean, they're like, all four fantastic. All four of these women are they could I if feel, they were I Bill feel, Wright, all four of these could be world title contender I, title contenders. I, I feel bad root
3: putting any of these as my least favorite. I know, I know. But um You made me do it. I'm um, a bad person.
2: So I mean Ember Moon, like kind of got the shaft because she the, Stop the pie, it. Oh, oh, stop it Okay. <laughs> phrasing. She, so the whole story was her trying to beat Asuka for months to win the title, right? Right. Asuka vacates the title, which I still think maybe she, knowing what they did with the streak, maybe she should have just lost to her, but that's a discussion for a different day. And a rant.
3: Yes. Yeah. Uh,
2: but, I mean, that's also hindsight and everything there. So they do the say 2020,
3: hindsight is twenty twenty. That's right.
2: So she finally wins the title here, right? It's not long before she drops it because of a debuting Shayna Baszler. And uh, Shayna
3: Baszler has not, not that
2: looked mad back about since. that, though. No. Not so it kind of seems that. like her reign was just kind of an in between reign. And unfortunately, she has never really found her footing on the main roster. Which is
1: crazy because that woman needs to be. Uh, wow, man. What if she just goes, just send her to AEW, bump up that woman's division?
2: Yeah. I mean, they could use someone like her for sure. Um, up next, we get a video package for the world title match which is going to be Drew McIntyre versus Andrade C.N. Almas. And this was really when Almas was starting to come into his own. But this still felt like, even back then, such a weird title match. Yeah. Like, it like, did not feel like this was the match when Drew
3: was going to drop the title.
1: No. Drew and spoiler face alert is just weird. Drew
2: McIntyre drops the title in this match.
3: Also, Drew is huge. Drew...
2: I, one thing I Andrade. really liked about this match though was that it wasn't your typical um uh, big guy big man Shit. versus small man match. Like this wasn't Drew McIntyre slowly plotting, dominating for 20 minutes and then almost firing up in the last 5. This was a very back and forth uh it was very well-worked match. Uh, and this is of course is Andrade versus Drew McIntyre. But
1: can we just agree that face drew McIntyre's is weird
3: it is weird see i don't think it's that weird because when he was the impact champion for a while he was face yeah that's true and so i, w- I was really watching it back when he was yeah in true. there so i was just kind of used to well, it. well they
2: kind of tried bringing him in as a heel but the crowd just cheered him so much they it kind of was the three thing
3: he, he's one of those guys that can like do either but he's just yeah. better as a heel yeah but i i was used to him as a face at this point man he just hey he, can yeah, i ask you one more yeah. question about drew of course do you remember when he was in the three-man band
2: yeah, and the NXT crowd here in Houston remember that as well because they kept chanting "3MB."
3: And two of those f- guys are now former world champions. That's right. I I mean, and then there's Heath Slater. Yeah, I think Art Anderson said the other day that Heath Slater's the most like underrated.
2: He did on this on podcast. Yeah, he said they got to do something. Art with Heath. is good. Um, man, Drew. His entrance. for well, number one, they his gotta song bring slaps. Gotta bring this. I don't know why they changed his music when he came to the main roster, because this song is goes so hard. It's slaps. I love this song. And he, he's wearing the kilt. He's just he's just jacked. He's one
1: big beefy he's boy.
2: Oiled up. He looks fantastic. Man, he looks good in this one. I
3: also gotta tell you, Zelina Vega and Andrade have some of the best chemistry. They have such good
2: chemistry with each other. I mean, I know this has been said a lot, but Man, Andrade was going nowhere in NXT before they paired him up with Zelina Vega. And it just she clicked.
3: saved his
2: career, and,
3: and he kind of saved hers too.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, for sure. She wasn't doing anything. Remember uh, when she was Rosita
1: or yeah, in, the other one? In, in TNA? Impact? Yeah. yeah, Sarita. Yeah, it's Something Sarita like or Rosita. Yeah, she was one of them. them. Maybe she's I both met of one of them. Which, Did you? Yeah. Was it Zelina Vega?
2: I don't think so. Oh, Okay. Um. So this is a really good match. For some reason, though, there's one. Like, psychology question, storytelling question I have in this match. Why was almost focusing on McIntyre's arm? Because his finishing move is a kick. So, wouldn't you want to weaken his finishing?
3: You know, from all the days of my days in the ring, I'm just trying to hit whatever I can. Okay.
2: Uh, so, he's working uh-huh. over the arm so for a lot of this match. Point. And actually, he got a, a legit shoulder injury in this match, too, which is. Uh, why you wouldn't see him until around Wrestlemania the next year. Um, This is a really good match though. There's some
3: Belly the bellies That are just nuts Drew is
2: throwing Almost I know I said this Wasn't like a standard Little man big man match But the big man Little man spots They did do Were excellent Drew was just Picking up At him one and point He him. deadlift Vertical suplexed him And he threw him Like from one corner Of the ring To like the diagonal Opposite corner He
3: was wrestling like Kenny Omega in this match he This was match was awesome Going nuts man. Uh, There's
2: a pop up Celtic cross For Drew McIntyre Near fall Which if you don't know What that is It's basically an air raid crash And then Drew teased He was going to do one From the top rope Which I would have loved uh, I love the running double knees that Andrade has, and he hits it twice here to yep, McIntyre. He uh, at one point, there's a few points when Zelina Vegas is trying to get involved here, and it doesn't work out until closer to the end. Uh, she goes to Hurricane Ronaham, which is kind of stupid because he's a giant man, and she just gets placed on the apron. I like that he didn't like take her head off or anything, but I kind of wished he would have. <laughs> also, <laughs> you know,
3: he hit a devastating claymore in this match. He too. did.
2: He killed Andrade with a claymore at one point, Everybody in the arena thought the match was over, but Zelina gets the foot on the ropes, helps him get the foot on the ropes. It was a little, the timing was a little bit off there, but she gets the foot on the ropes to break up the pinfall. So semantic. And then uh, Andrade goes outside, like he's gonna steal the belt, and this was a really, really smart like interference angle. It's uh, a Guerrero-esque. Yeah, because the ref doesn't just like look; he actually gets out of the ring and goes to like fight almost fight the title away. And while that's happening. Uh, Vega comes in while Drew is kind of recovering and uh, she hits him with a beautiful Spike Rana and that allows Almas to get back in the ring. He hits the hammerlock DDT and just when you think the match is over, no. He kicks out of it. They continue fighting for a little while and the end of the match does come when uh, sh- shockingly Andrade hits the draping in the in the corner. He hits a draping hammerlock DDT and that does it and there is a new NXT champion. Almas wins by pinfall in 1452. This was a shock finish to this match. Yeah. Even I, now, watching it back, I just yeah. like. I
3: felt that it ended wow. way too soon, but uh, like, or not
2: well, too soon, but too gasped. suddenly. Yeah. The crowd was just out. Like, I think the, the the reason for me the finish felt like it came out of nowhere because he had just hit the first Hammerlock DDT, and then he, like, uh, two minutes later hit the other one. So it kind of felt like. Elevated. Yeah. Uh, this is a really good match. I gave it 4.25. This was at this point. This was my match of the night. Um, obviously, we'll see what happens in War Games. I just thought these two had excellent chemistry, and I would love to see them revisit this on the main roster.
3: I get four and a quarter as well. Um, Drew is still one of my favorite performers. He's he, great, man. He was an impact. He was in NXT, and he continues to be in WWE and wherever he goes, he will be one of my favorite this performers. Was a, this was a great match. But so is Almas. He is. Yeah. He's so this good was, too. This was.
2: I was. This was what put Almas on the map for me. Yep. Yes. Up to this point, I was like, he's all right. I remember thinking, what. Well, Th- this was a transitional title match to get a program for Drew to end, so he could go on to something else. Yeah, this was a holdover match, and when they put the belt on, um, I mean, you don't see stuff like that very often in right. wrestling, where it's such an upset that, that you think there's no way that the title's going to change and then hands.
3: After this, when Mr. Flair started feuding with Gargano and stuff, like he just he just got even better.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you guys have still haven't seen the NXT title match between Gargano and uh.
3: You guys both yeah, I know sold me call him Mr. Uh, Flair.
2: <laughs> when you got you guys if you haven't seen that Almas uh, Gargano match from Takeover Dude all of them they're all yeah. fantastic. It's great. Luke what would you think of this match? <laughs> Mr. Flair. <laughs> he just connected with him. Um, I
1: just know sold it. Yeah, dating Charlotte. Okay. What would you think of this match? Uh, I give it I give it 4 and a quarter. Hey. Hey. Um I mean what what can you say? Drew is amazing and I did I don't know. I didn't think that these styles would mesh just as well as yeah. they did. Yeah. But they're both just so damn talented. Yeah, and I wish that they were both. I mean, because c- where's Drew at right now? What's he kind of He's doing? He's on he, SmackDown. He was, no, he was on Raw last week.
3: He was on
2: Raw last week.
1: He wrestled Kevin
3: Owens and Triple H came out. And oh yeah,
2: then- Drew McIntyre Reck- disappeared. Yeah,
3: he just disappeared. Oh, dude,
2: Owens had him dead to rights in the middle of the ring. He hit the stunner on him, and then Triple H comes out. By the time he gets to the ring, Drew McIntyre is gone, and you don't see him for the rest of the this show. That's so funny. They Did never he get the, hurt. No, no, the bell never rang. Their no, match is still going. The match is still going right now. That wow. was so funny. It was bizarre. Um, I mean, it he ended up cutting a really good promo on Owens. Yeah. Which yeah. I Triple H did. But it was that, just like, that, that
3: was a great promo, actually. You can't actually. just
2: do that. Like, um, do they think fans are too stupid? Sorry.
3: Yes. <laughs> so yeah, The answer is yes. I have a question that kind yeah. of goes along with Owens and McIntyre and Almas. What's and up? And Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Nakamura. Is it going to be of under- How come guys? None of these guys can get fucking anything oh. on the main roster. They're all treated as an afterthought. Job in the Goldberg. Or, I know, dude. Or know. winning the title. The NXT title, like it's like cursed for the main guys, other than the, other than like, Seth
0: Rollins. Really, other than the Seth Madden Rollins. Curse.
3: It's bizarre. I don't understand. I don't get
2: it. That was kind of my point. It's out of control. I mean, look at. I mean, let's just look at the ones I can remember off the top of my head. So Bo Seth Dallas. Rollins was the first one. <laughs> Uh, and he's had success. But I, like I told Kyle off the record the other day, I don't even really count that because they that f- entire first crop of NXT call-ups, like... They were the hand-chosen guys well, that were going to lead the next So
3: Neville roster. and Bo Dallas were both Neville and Bo champions. Dallas
2: uh, never really did anything. Neville almost did something, and then it kind of fell apart. Then they dropped in the, the end, zone, end zone. He walked out, and, and now yeah. he's killing it. Uh, Finn Balor had a one-day... Title reign title He's back uh, in NXT. Sami Zayn hasn't really
1: done anything. No,
2: Sami Zayn... He's had good matches and stories, I guess. Kevin Owens has... It's
1: wild to even think of Sami Zayn like the, with the way I know him now in the vein of I know. NXT champions. Is but.
2: Kevin Owens the second most successful NXT champion yeah, of Yeah, and he lost his
1: belt to Goldberg.
3: In
2: four seconds because of Chris Jericho, And then
3: don't forget there was uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke, who, Samoa Joe's had some success. Some, Shinsuke and Samoa Joe's had a little success but they just end up jobbing in title I Foods. know, I know. And then you go to Almas, you go to McIntyre. Here's the problem
2: is they can't keep burying this NXT talent because eventually... All your older talent's gonna leave, and all you're gonna have is that NXT talent, and none of them are gonna be over. Oh, uh, they're not gonna
3: leave. They keep going to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it's true.
2: They'll be wrestling forever. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, they gotta <laughs> get it together. Cause look at these NXT takeovers; they're all phenomenal. I mean, and even it's the, the same people the main roster has to work. Dude, with. it's almost even like the women. Are it, the, same the, way. the women are a, an excellent example of that.
3: And another, the tag teams. It's it's just everything. They don't transition well with the no. select few. So much damn talent. I know. Uh, with
2: that, with that, my voice is really out of control today. Uh, it is time for go. War Games and the match beyond. And the match beyond. This is a really good video package, by the way. A lot of archival footage of some old War Games match. You even had Paul Ellering acknowledge that he was in the first ever War Games. I match was there eight hundred years ago when yeah, he was still approximately. Uh, what? mean, it's a good video package. Uh, here's the rules of War Games. If you aren't caught up, uh, three guys, one guy from each team, starts the match. After five minutes. The entire, an entire second team gets to come in. And then a few minutes later, the entire uh, third team gets to come in.
3: Did I get that right?
1: No. So it's five minutes and then two. So there's three different teams stuck in the cages Mm -hmm. and one member of each team in the ring. And then Mm -hmm. five minutes. Two, member, like the remaining members of one team comes in five minutes. Two, oh, you're right, you're right. Again, and then five I minutes I was again. one team
2: short. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, no pinfalls can happen until every person's in the ring. That's and if the you match try beyond, to escape, your team forfeits. That's uh, uh,
3: forfeited. So,
2: I re- I mean, it sounds confusing, but it's not. It's like, actually a
3: super cool concept. It's a really not the good original War Games rules, is no, it? No, you no. Know?
2: They were they tweaked them a little bit, because I remember I think old school fans even, being all up in arms about it Even
3: WCW Twitter. would tweak the rules for War Games when they were doing it
2: right i mean it's such a unique concept there's always room to kind of improve it and i think i mean they changed it the very next year when they only did two teams of four which they're doing again this year so you know it's all oh, by the way i'm really excited for the war games match this year the women's match I, it's gonna be fantastic i can't yep. wait um this is sanity. Dri- big drop ball <laughs> versus the undisputed era. Uh, the ball is still in the air for that one.
1: They've shocked uh, the system. Versus
2: AOP, they, they're in the midst of a ball drop. Purgatory. It looks like. Purgatory. Uh Versus with Roderick Strong, by the way. Yep. And I, they did the full crit angle when he's I was dressed like was, a member of the undisputed era. It was awesome. Era. It
1: was pretty cute. And he didn't have the shit-eating grin and the dad no. dad power stance. And
2: so. by the way, long-term storytelling, NXT's got it because I, they were already planting the seeds for Raji's turn, which still wouldn't happen for several months uh because the great i mean i sure, did you guys remember that his turning on pete dunn and the finals of the yeah Justin i mean World you Texas had to remind Classic. me but it was it. fantastic remember
3: when Roderick strong wrestled the first impact match on spike tv yeah. yeah Roderick
2: strong's i mean
3: a workhorse he's he's great he needs to
2: never leave the undisputed era though ever no because he without the undisputed era he is he's a nobody he and is, i don't mean that like he doesn't have a lot of personality yeah, i don't mean that to be offensive because i think he's one of the best wrestlers and you, I'm gonna say you this: you could give him a manager and he'd I, be fine. Yeah, and I've told you this before. I think he might be the best tag team wrestler in the company today, because if you think when when Bobby Fish was out with his knee injury, him and Kyle O'Reilly were putting up four four and a half star matches weekly on NXT TV. Yeah, they are man, he's so good. Um, so the first people in the match are going to be Adam Cole, Eric Young, and, uh, and Roddy, and Roddy. So they kind of go at it first. They, I I really like the way this match built. So it didn't start, like, they didn't blow their load, like, right <gasps> off the bat. I meant <gasps> that Dropped one. <laughs> um, Drop uh, two bombs. They they let it build, right? The first When the first three guys came in, it was kind of a slower build. They're a very typical kind of three-way style, <gasps> slower match. The five minutes went by fast, though. And uh, up next, here comes the rest of the Undisputed Era. They're in first, and they just jump uh, Roderick Strong like a pack of hungry dogs, and they all keep beating each other up. After that, here comes... The Sanity comes in. No, 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 no. I'm a dumb dumb. Authors? Yes, the authors of Pain come in next and
1: they just clean
2: house.
3: But the Undisputed Era blocks the door so they can't get in.
2: Yes, they block the door at first, but that's no match because they're big. God, I just love
1: cutting stables.
2: Yeah, right? Cut the ring off. Yeah. Don't let them in. Be smart. You know, everything the Undisputed Era, man. They're good. Just the. They're so good. Uh, and then eventually, here comes Sanity, and uh, Eric uh, Alexander Wolf is doing his best Big Boss Man impression, because he whoosh, whips out a nightstick. That, like, extendo, Yeah, too. He, like, lightsabers it, like a toy lightsaber, and it's just, like, boom, and it comes out. You better watch it, boy. And You'll Killian, be serving hard time. Killian Dane comes out. And he just, good God. he just brings every weapon known to man into the ring. He's got trash cans, chairs. I'm the, so glad they did that. The fans are chanting for tables, and he's like, all fuck right, it. sure, fuck, fuck it. sure. I think he actually says, why not? <laughs> so he brings the tables in. And man, I didn't remember how good Killian Dane was in this match until I rewatched it. He kills everyone. He is on fire when he comes into this match. Wow, this was amazing to watch. Have they watch. not
1: booked him like this since?
2: Uh, not for not until recently. Not until he came back to oh, NXT. Well, he's
3: he's in the the NXT number one contender match.
2: Yes, uh, that'll be on next week. On or no, this week. Tomorrow. No, it's on. It's, it's on, on tomorrow.
3: tomorrow. Yeah. No, it's on Takeover. Oh, no, it's on Takeover. It's, Zach. Duh. Are you sure it's not on TV? It's on Takeover. Kyle, are you nice. sure? Uh, nice. That'll
2: be really good. Um, yeah, man, he is just on fire. By the way, Undisputed Era works really well as a team. I don't know if you knew that. At one they point, are fantastic. They hit this crazy like wheelbarrow kip up German suplex uh to Roddy Strong. Uh the AOP also is really good in this match. At one point they throw every person in the match from one from one ring to the other. I love that. And Roddy ends up being the last one. There's a lot of crazy spots in this match. People are getting Slamming thrown onto tra- on trash cans. People are getting slammed onto people. My people favorite. are climbing the cage and getting knocked off.
1: Was it was it uh, Eric Young or um dang it the other sanity member. That's Alexander not. Wolf? Yeah. Who was it that hit themselves in the face with the chair? I don't know why that spot will... That was Eric Young. I don't know why that... Of course it was. I don't know why that spot will literally never get old Oh, it's great. But going off the ropes and hitting yourself in the face with the chair is uh, incredible.
2: Uh, Alexander Wolfe gets a pretty big boo-boo of his own, though, because at one point he suplexes Rezar... Or a, or no German suplexes off of the yep. turnbuckle through t- two tables, but he nicks the first one, and he his head. He is the blood in this head. match. They did. A re- I wish they would have showed him a little bit more because you got one shot of the doctors tending to him, and you can see a puddle of blood on the broken table. Oh yeah, but then you don't see him again for a while. But it is a cool moment when he does get back up because the crowd pops huge. Uh, one of my favorite spots in this match was the dual tower of dooms. Oh which, yeah, which, and which it left, left Adam Cole, Cole sitting between there. two rings, and he's kind of like cocky and fun. I'm still alive. And then he climbs up to the top of the cage and just hangs out there for like ever. And like squirms. Yeah, on he top does the, of the Adam Cole baby, which apparently alerts Roderick Strong that he is up there because <gasps> he climbs up and he superplexes so him down. Solid shit. Yeah, onto every other participant in the match, uh, and everyone's down. It's like they're bowling with people. Uh, Again, just crazy spot after crazy spot, uh, which kind of makes the end of the match uh, not underwhelming, but I don't know. How do you live up to a man superplexing another man? Actually, I wrote super duperplexing because it was off the top of the cage onto a crowd of people because the end of the match just kind of just happens. Uh, uh, Eric Young grabs a chair. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Eric Young recovers first, grabs a chair, but that allows uh, Adam Cole to last shot him right under the chair into his face and he gets the pinfall and the Undisputed Arrow win the match in...
3: 36-37.
2: So, so that's why the matches were short. They were saving everything for this match. It was appropriately long and it was very good. Pulled out all the stops. You know what? Why don't you guys rate it first?
3: I gave it four and three quarters. Nice. I thought yeah. it was really good. I just... There was just... I kind of think the ending brought didn't get, get it to five... And there could have been a few little things here and there that could have made it a five for me, but, I mean, four and three quarters is nothing to be ashamed of.
2: No.
1: Hell no. Four and three quarters, baby. It was amazing. I went four and a half, so we're all right. We're all right there? (laughs) Right around there. I thought it was great. We're agreeing too much this week. So my
3: question on this one. What's up? All right. So you get one guy Mm -hmm. for the main roster. Okay. One guy at the Rural NXT. Okay. And the rest are gone. Forever? Forever? They're not in your company anymore, which... wow, oh, you're who, crazy with these two. Yeah, you, I told you, Zach. I told Zach today it's going to be Fudge. some tough ones. You know what? You go first, mister. Wait, uh, of the people in this match? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Adam Cole's my main roster guy. Okay. I think you have to build your company around him. Okay. Then I think, man, it's tough because, like, you know, the way I phrase it, you can't have a tag team. Yeah, I know. So it, I think Kyle O'Reilly would be my, my other guy. Okay. And then really? uh, yeah, I think you have to let everybody else go. Kyle Kyle Riley is like really cool quietly charismatic. Like people don't really yeah. talk about it. And he's just really fantastic.
1: Luke, what about you? Wow, well, yeah, I guess I didn't really think of the charisma part because I was definitely gonna say Cole main roster and then strong. That's kind of where I was going, but then but, I thought Kyle Riley. Yeah. But uh I mean shit, Killian Dane looking at him in this match I know. would not be a bad choice.
2: I'm gonna say Killian Dane main roster. Kay. I'm gonna say Yeah, he would fit in Adam better. Cole, NXT. Mm-hmm. And then everyone else, sorry. Have fun, Impact. Red Dragon. Eric Young
1: fired again. Don't (laughs) fire Eric.
2: Don't fire Eric.
3: So as a whole, what did you think of the show?
2: I gave it just a fat, solid A. I thought it was a very easy watch. Nothing was bad. Everything was just good. I don't think, I mean, we've been spoiled. I mean, starting with uh, that, I mean, the run starting in 2018 all the way through today it's has just been untouchable. It doesn't quite live up to those takeovers, but it's knocking on that door. I mean, nothing was bad. On Blackstore? Yeah. Uh, everything was entertaining and good. So, just a solid A. Uh, guys, I'm just really happy we finally did an NXT show.
3: So, I also gave it an A. Um, If it wasn't for Disney Plus, this probably would have been the easiest show I've watched yet. <laughs> yeah, you've been but, uh, uh, watching I, a lot of those Simpsons episodes. Yeah, I got there, so huh? distracted with The Simpsons. Like,. It so it was between almost every match I was watching the Simpsons, <laughs> but Oh wow. Dang,
2: Luke. You just what, had like
1: a dual stream? What did you give the show over? No, I would
3: turn it off and go watch the Simpsons, I'd go back to get frustrated that the WWE network sucks so bad and won't let me start where I left off and then I'd oh. watch a match to be like, "Oh, I want to watch the Simpsons" and then repeat. Damn, that's a shoot.
1: That's a shoot. Luke, what do you think of the I give it? I gave it A minus. Um Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, I got a, I got what a percentage somewhere. Though? Ooh, uh 90 was 92.5. All right, that's, that's an good. a minus, right? Yeah. 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 Um, I, I don't know if, like, I really, 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 really enjoyed every match, and I understand that NXT is bare bones, but, uh, remember when we did the, and this is better than that one, but remember when we did Super Card of Honor? Uh-huh, yes. Um, and we were like, wow, I really miss storytelling, like, the, the promos and the, then the production part of things. That's just a, just a little bit of that is how I felt here. Just not, just not as much, I don't know, wanted a little more exposition. Okay. Um. So,
3: do we? I was thinking maybe we should run over Survivor Series because there's a question about Survivor Series. Yeah, let's do that, and then we'll get to the calls. So, I'm gonna we're gonna I'm gonna tell you about next week. We're gonna listen to the calls, and I'm gonna give you a little bit of a uh, schedule going forward, so you know what's coming up. So, Survivor Series. First of all, I have two questions for you guys. Let's hear them. First of all, who is going to be in the NXT title match against Adam Cole for you guys? Who do you think's winning? I think. Based on the three-way, because it's Damian
2: Priest, Killian Dane, and Pete Pete Dunne, Dunne, I think if you're just wanting to put on the most entertaining match possible, which if you're putting an NXT title match on the main roster, you're doing that because you want eyes on NXT, I think that you've
3: got to go with Pete Dunne, because I think him and Adam Cole can have a five-star match. completely agree. Okay. So... That brings up the question, who wins, Adam Cole or Pete Dunne? Adam Cole. Okay, so I don't think Cole? he's yeah. dropping that belt Cole's, anytime Cole's soon. Okay, and then I will get to the next one. I'm going to keep going over the card. Okay. Uh then we're going to have The Fiend versus Daniel Bryan for the Universal Championship. I think we're probably all in agreement. The
2: Fiend is finally going to go over clean. The Fiend is going to soil,
1: <laughs> But he's going to have a fantastic match. It's going to be some hurt and heel shit. I just
2: hope I hope that it's not like Daniel Bryan hitting 500 single leg drop kicks and running knees yep. and hit, and, uh, and the so kicking yes out. kicks. so many yes. Yeah.
3: Okay. Uh next AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura versus Roderick Strong. This is going to probably be the match of the night.
2: Uh I think you're probably right and I think AJ Styles wins.
3: Uh you know, I think AJ probably wins that one too. I'm kind of pulling for Roddy though. I'm going to say Shinsuke. Okay. He's going to sleeper pick. I like yeah, it. Yeah, he's just he's going to pin Roddy. Then we have uh, Brock Lesnar versus Rey Mysterio in a no holds barred match. Can I tell you something? What? I think Rey Mysterio is going to win this match because it's no holds barred, and
2: I think Kane Velasquez is going to. I think get dom- involved. I
3: think Dominic and Kane both get involved. The Ray wins the title and shit on him. Well,
2: we're actually in agreement on that. I yeah. thought yeah. that was a super hot take. What do you no, think? Me, that
1: is- me and our our boy Keegan were talking about that all day yeah. today. Cool. No, I mean I think that that's if there's going to be a scenario where you give him that that title, I mean this is. I it. mean, how no much of a feel good story would that be to let Ray have that one? And you last don't, WWE you don't title have, run. You don't even is have to a have to hold it long. What do you mean? Does he have like some sort of? I don't know. Would that be some sort of milestone or landmark for him? No, no. not really. Okay, okay. No, he's held titles, the both of them before. Right. Yeah. No, I know, but like, but. would it be like number ten or something?
3: No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler versus Bailey, and I'm gonna tell you what Shayna Baszler is gonna win this match. Shayna
2: Baszler is going to kick both women's asses. Yep, she's
1: I agree. gonna win this Shayna match versus going Becky and yeah, versus Bailey. Yeah. Holy shit. This going to be a good match, you guys. I think. I think. Ba- oh man, I would love Shana to win. Bailey's, in, Becky, that ma- Bailey's in that match. Bailey's in that match to take the pin, right? Yeah. Oh, definitely. All right. I'm glad we I th- on I that. Think, I think, back- think
3: Becky's going to do it. Yeah. So the Viking Raiders versus the New Day versus the Undisputed Era.
2: Undisputed Era. Uh,
3: I definitely think the Undisputed sure, Era. The system. What do you think, Luke? That. Oh, okay. All right, and then for the next match. Who is your five women for the NXT women's match? Oh, we gotta pick the women too. Yeah, you got the men and the women.
2: Uh, I'm trying to think about this.
3: So, Rhea Ripley, Rhea, Io, Io Shirai, Io Shirai, Candice LeRae, Candice LeRae, Mia Yim, mm. and Bianca Belair. That's that's my pick. Uh, I think instead of Mia, Dakota
1: Kai. Okay. Shit, I'm uneducated.
2: Or Tegan Knox,
1: I could see being yeah. Tegan too. Knox would do it too. Yeah, but Tegan, the thing yeah. is, you
2: have all these ladies working the War Games match the night before.
3: I
1: know.
2: So you got to be careful.
3: Yeah, so they don't care. Then I know they don't. So Luke doesn't know. So the <laughs> Team Raw no, is Charlotte, Natalia, Oscar, Kyrie, Sane, and Sarah Logan, which is kind of random.
2: Yeah, I mean you got to. <laughs> Just shows you how deep the Raw SmackDown on women's rosters are right now. Team
3: SmackDown will be Sasha Banks, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Nick, Nikki Cross, and then we pick Team NXT. Who do you think's taking home this match? Uh, I think it's going to be Team Raw. raw. Yeah, raw. yeah. I, I think Team SmackDown. Okay. I think so. I don't think SmackDown's going to get a lot of wins this night. I don't. So either. I think I think it's going to go. Do team you guys Smackdown. remember? Was it two years ago when SmackDown was like on
2: top of the world and it was so good and they lost every damn Survivor Series match? Yep.
3: That was the worst thing I've ever seen. Okay, and so who do you think is on Team NXT for the boys?
2: I think it's going to be, and we've talked about this a little bit, it's hard because you have so many other NXT guys in these matches, but I think... You, Sh- you know, Chompa's got to go. champa has got has to be in it. Keith Matt Lee. Riddle. Keith Lee. Matt, Matt Riddle. Riddle. we got two more. D- d- How do you say... Donovan Dijakovic. Yep, and Finn Balor. Yeah, I think that's
3: perfect. Yep. And I think Team NXT is going to win. And then uh, Team Raw will be Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, Randy Orton, and Ricochet. God damn. Well, that's Are a you stacked sure team. Are sure
1: Team NXT is going to win? I, I,
2: think, team, I think this is their big moment. Team
3: SmackDown, Roman Reigns, Mustafa Ali, who's got Mustafa back in his name, Braun Strowman, Wait, who Baron did? Corbin, and? and Shorty G. This is going to be a really good match. So, Hey, I'm going to just gonna throw it out there right now. Seth's turning. I think so too, actually. Seth is going to stomp... His partner. And then lock away. And NXT is going to take the win. I t- and I think Seth so. is going to be managed by Triple H for think a while. Do you think this
2: will go on last?
1: Yes, definitely.
2: I think so. And I think you're going to see NXT stand tall. I think you would need to. You know
1: what? And now that I'm looking at this, especially like Corbin and Shorty G are going to have some sort of weird shit going on.
2: By the way, this has potential to be an explosively good match. Yes. This so. has
1: a, of the potential to be a, a
3: very, very good pay I think the view. chemistry yeah, is going to be... Yeah, the But I said that about gonna... Hell in a Cell too, so...
1: Mm. This has more potential than Hell in a Cell did. Yes, think. it does. The chemistry is going to break down for Raw and SmackDown yeah. NXTs. Gonna win My that. problem with yeah.
2: these Survivor Series, and I said this last year too, with these Survivor Series is that we're supposed to believe that these people care about brand supremacy. The only brand I somewhat believe cares is NXT, right? Because they're the little brother and they're the ones that have something well, to
3: prove. To be fair, in the last few years, you had the GMs on the yeah, team, so at least it kind you of, had that. It, yeah, and then they were like invading each well, other. And, and like had... this
2: year, it's right after a draft, so like I don't know. I'm still I ex- still going to be a great show. Yeah.
3: I think I think team NXT stands tall at the end cuz Seth turns. Yeah. Um so I'll voicemails. All right, let's get to them. And who, then, I'll, who then wrote we, us? we have Dakota and Kiefer this week. And then I'll talk about what kind of what our penciled in schedule is. All right. So let's get to Dakota first and see what he has
0: to say. Hello big boys and body slams. Oh. This is indeed the, the real D- DZ of D-Z professional, professional wrestling. wrestling. Yeah. Dakota Zegner, didn't tell us to say it with is still him. licking my wounds. He's still hurt man. From the betrayal of one Luke Kilgore. Who the hell is and that? And today I mm-hmm. want to look into my crystal ball and speak of the potential betrayal of That's another. Could any one of the three big boys see Mr. NXT for Life, Johnny Gargano, doing his best Luke Kilgore impression, going turncoat on his NXT brethren just to position himself with a prime heel spot on the main roster, or is my judgment just clouded by pain and suffering? Answer this question, and all (laughs) is forgiven. Well, uh, probably not. He sounds like
1: either a somber or like a prophet. Gargano's... Out of First Survivor Series, so weekend. probably not. So no, Unless that's so. a work and he shows up and also
2: ruins it, but I don't think that's also gonna
1: happen. they're still still not even close to the to chance, excuse me, still not even close to the point where they're going to put Gargano on the main roster.
2: No, I don't think so either. I do think if you're going to turn him heel, you, you should probably do it now because he doesn't really have anything going on. But I hope
1: yeah. that he turns heel by kicking someone in the ding ding.
2: I hope he turns heel on Tommaso Ciampa when it happens. Yeah, me too. And then you get the reverse of that story. So thank you for writing in, Dakota, listening, calling, nope, speaking in. You wrote. Yeah, you know, I try. Uh, and up next, <laughs> yeah, our do. last call for the week is from Kiefer, and this one is a fun one.
1: Last call.
0: Good morning, big boys and body slim. Nice. It's like seven, dude. <laughs> <sighs> I am feeling Damn. the effects of my 30th birthday over the weekend. So happy happy Dirty Friday 30. May. Dirty Cutting 30, baby. On Cowboy Kenny this week. No promo.
1: Uh, I'm taking the week <laughs> off,
0: so. But i did want to get in with a question for you guys not a wrestling related question but i wanted to see if you guys if any of you guys enjoy video games do you play video games um if so what's your all time favorite game um what game are you really um just geeking on right now and uh also playstation xbox or nintendo um that's probably all i got for you guys this week have an awesome show and uh I'll be listening. Now that's the Hell kind of question yes. I am
2: talking about.
0: Yes. I'm out on this one.
2: you out. out. Uh, yes, I'm a gamer. I'm a gamer. I'm a gamer boy.
1: But you know what console he didn't include, quote unquote? What? The, the PC.
2: Yeah. So my gaming lineage has always been PlayStation and Nintendo. Lineage. Uh, but uh, I'm a PC player mostly now. My PC and my Switch are my, like my two big uh, things. My favorite game of all time is The Last of Us. I think that is just a fantastic story, and I could replay it a hundred times. Uh, right now, I've really been into the Outer Worlds. Uh, I've got Jedi Fallen Order downloading, so
1: dude, that's I need that.
2: I can't wait for it. Uh, it's cracked, by the way, so you know. Uh, so i have got that downloading, so I'll probably start that tomorrow and play that a little bit. Uh, I've also been playing a lot of Fallout Four modded. Like I've been heavily playing a heavily modded copy of Fallout Four. That's the best part about and, the PC, yeah. Man. It's been a lot of fun. But other than that, I play my Switch probably still the most. Uh, and I'm always bouncing around between games because i got, like, 100 games on my Switch. And most of them are just little indie titles I can pop in and out of. So, I think it's a good time to be a gamer, just like it's a good time to be a wrestling fan. Luke!
1: Hell yeah. Oh, I'm a gamer, sir. Um, I'm actually more the console route, though. So, I have an Xbox One. I uh, also have a Nintendo Switch. But I probably spend most time on the Xbox. I have a ton of retro games, though, if you ever want to that. you got to get a that. PS4, dude. I, I know.
2: you got to get Last of Us, before Last of Us 2 comes out.
1: Uh, my favorite game of all time. My favorite... I, i guess i say favorite game series is metal gear
2: classic metal gear solid baby Do you tonight uh, i play death stranding you really need a ps4
1: yeah yeah i and uh, as far as what i'm hooked on right now unfortunately uh, nba 2k20 takes too much of my time and it makes me miserable but <laughs> i play it with my friends anyway there you go um but i'm really excited for jedi fallen order i can't wait to start uh, that. also new pokemon came out i know i sound like a five-year-old yeah. but i've been hearing wonderful things yeah
2: i you know, I can't There's a lot of really good games out I know, I right know. I know. It's bad. I want to sellin date Luigi's Mansion 3. Shit, I need to get that. I'm going to get that. I'm still playing through Link's Awakening on my Shit, Switch. Shit, I need to get
1: that. Oh, Breath of the Wild is one of my favorites. Breath of the Wild is one of my favorite. Zelda's games of like all time. Zelda's like 1B for me. Yeah,
2: we've talked about we've had some lengthy Zelda discussions. So thank you, Keith. And you know what, what? Kyle, give him something. Come on, Kyle, what are you playing?
3: I don't have time to really play video games, so oh, when I do play, I play NCAA. Uh, nice. Thirteen. Cause we, we only place we found me and Zach have found fourteen is at a little thrift mall. Yeah, for there was like sixty. Dogs. Yeah, like so and we're Still like, nope. We're and it was for an Xbox. And I have I, PlayStation. So
2: Kiefer, right in next week, tell us, tell us what you're playing right now. We'd like to hear from yeah, you. Yeah, dude. And with that being said, we're gonna get
3: to our upcoming schedule, and then we'll two sweet our way
2: out of
1: here. So
3: this is penciled in, and this could change. That's so, why it's pencil. Erase it. Um. Next week, we're doing Survivor Series 19, and then start the kickoff December, we're going to go old school and do a Star Cave. We're going to do Star Cave 97. That's yeah, that's Hogan Sting's and Sting's big match. I have that poster framed up. It's fat and pale. Uh, then we got December 11th, which is my dad's birthday. Happy yeah. birthday, Stan. And our Armageddon 2000, which is which is the uh, six-man Hell in a Cell match.
2: Yeah, with Rikishi falling into a truck full of hay.
3: Uh, Hey. It will also be the TLC prediction show. Nice. Because December 18th, we will have TLC TLC 2019. Tables and ladders and chairs. Oh, my. For December 25th, on Christmas, we are bringing you WWF In Your House, Seasons Beating. See, it's one of the only Christmas-themed shows we could find (laughs) that we haven't done And Bret Hart versus the Bridge Bulldogs, the main event, so that's going to be a banger. January 1st, we will bring you a year in review where we'll go over... Uh, oh 2019, and I hope Luke. That is going to be that one. That is going because he didn't even know who's on the NXT roster. For that this is week. going to
2: be an explosive episode because a lot happened this year.
3: Uh, January 8th, we'll have a Royal Rumble vote. the The options will be we let. Uh, the professor joe instagram jordan and the real dz pick shows instagram, instagram jordan <laughs> joe picked uh royal rumble 99 excellent show with excellent. the rock and man vote for that one uh jorts he picked 2001 which is also a very good vote one vote for that one and dakota picked uh 2007 which oh, is the, vote for that one the one like the first time i actually watched wrestling with dakota was that's f- awesome i went to his house for that pay-per-view Did That'll you really fun yeah oh you you would have known if you were there i yeah he, i don't he he told I us a few it. times yeah. Uh, then January 15th, we're going to do Impact Wrestling Hard to Kill 2020. Yeah, yeah. Tesla Blanchard and Sammy Callahan will be the main event for that. January 22nd, Holy we're going to be doing the Royal Rumble 1992, which is most notably known as the Flair Rumble. The Flair Rumble, a.k.a. the best Rumble of all time, is what yeah. yeah. they it. say. It was and, both
1: the Flair Rumble and the Bobby Heenan Rumble.
3: Yes. And then uh, 2029. Yeah. January. Whoa, 20- dang, we're doing this for a long time. January twenty nine, we're doing the Royal Rumble 2020, which will probably be a three team event. Stop five. And right. that's what we got into through January. So with that Uh there might be changes. So if there is something you don't want to hear and you want to hear something different, bring Let it to our know. attention, we probably won't listen to you.
1: With that, two sweet. sweet bitches.